0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so like watching the show, like I, I got super into I got into food like a lot. I started thinking about food and I started eating out less and like trying to make food that I remembered from childhood because the show like brought me back a little bit to yeah, that. Like kind of want to get to that. Yeah. But, like, the show has such nonsense names for food that I'm not, I'm not quite sure, like, what, what it is I'm, kind of, like, craving. Like, the first episode was had, a, like, this thing called a Burple Nurple in it. The Burple Nurple. <laughs> it was cookie, and it was so <laughs> gross-looking. But it's like, man, I would love cookies right now. And the show I'm talking of, of, about is, of course, uh, Chowder. Chowder, yeah. Which is the show Cody and I watched. Uh, I'm Nathan. I'm one of the hosts of the Cartoon Void. I'm here with uh, <laughs> Cody.
1: We should probably start out with
0: that. <laughs> yeah, we should probably start with that. This will be a, this will be a little edit into yeah, yeah like yeah, it just led it. into it. Yeah, you know, soft intro. <laughs> we're masters at this by now. This is our, <laughs> our second episode ever. Yeah, we're we are. Really uh, yeah, at this. we're we are famous. We're yeah. absolutely famous about this. But but for the for the last two weeks, we've been watching the show uh, Chowder, and that was a American cartoon created by C H Greenblatt for Cartoon Network. It premiered on November 2nd, 2007. It had three seasons, and the final episode was on August 7th, 2010. So I think there were like 49 episodes total. Yeah. Yeah, 49 30-minute episodes, which were split in half. So, like, someone do the math on that. I can't do it. Uh, The show won a Primetime Emmy Award and was uh, nominated for two additional Emmy Awards. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I mean,
1: it's from what it was, because, I mean one thing that they didn't really want it to be but it just it never escaped it was uh was to be like overly childish you know and like they didn't really want it they wanted because like in that same timeline uh it was basically just chowder and flapjack like we talked about our last podcast Mm -hmm. um and those two were just the ones that you know i don't know it was they were there so, they didn't really want it to be overly childish, but, I mean, you saw it. It's such a cute goddamn cartoon that it's like, there's nothing you can do about it. It's too cute to be anything but that.
0: No, <laughs> it, it, it definitely was a children's cartoon, and... When I, when I first started watching, like, the first episode of it, I don't want to get too much into my reactions right now because we're kind of, sy- like, synopsizing. How do I always say that word? <laughs> Dude, I'm trying embarrass to embarrass me. <laughs> Synapsizing? I was just trying to cover the show right now with, like, all the major achievements of it. Uh, I'm going to sound like an idiot on this one. But, but when I was watching the show, like, when I was really getting into it, I've seen a couple episodes of Chatter from when I was a kid, but, like, really watching it again and getting into this cartoon – Uh, The the pilot episode is almost unwatchable for me because Chowder's voice is so squeaky and high. (laughs) Like, that was my big problem with it. But
1: I I feel like it was one of the few times that uh, they had an actual, like, an actual boy doing voices instead of, like, an adult, like, like a grown woman because that's, like, what a lot of animations do. So it might be, yeah, it might have been just something different. You know, like, Bart Simpson, Timmy Turner, they're voiced by women, you know? So this is, like one of the few that was actually probably like done by you know real little kids
0: okay yeah i mean yeah it was it was done by a little kid but we'll, we'll get into that later yes. um the the emmy award that the show won was the outstanding individual achievement in animation and it was uh to joe bingelli who was the background artist for chowder oh yeah that makes so sense. he created all those really bright backgrounds those iconic looking scenes where it's like oh the marketplace which is all bright and green and yellow and and pink and, and it, i mean i really like the artwork in this show
1: yeah yeah that's what that's one thing that always got us like the uh the artwork was just was definitely different than anything else i'd seen within cartoons like uh i mean like flapjack was you know it had the water in it and it looked like they were like cardboard cutouts which was again a little more revolutionary but this one like it looked like it was the like the background it looked like it was done um or like based in you know uh like watercolor, almost. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then also like their their clothing too. Like that's the thing that always got us is that like their clothing, as they're walking, there's the you know these patterns that are just going through. And if somebody like puts their hand in like face palms, the their shirt sleeve will like cut out their face, but it'll still have that same pattern going through And I, I we just always thought that was so creative.
0: It is super awesome. And then I, I've just been getting into like learning Photoshop and learning some animation myself and. It's really cool how you learn to do that. Even on our Cartoon Void logo, you can see the the background in our eyes there. I did the same thing that they did for Chowder, where I just... I, it's not white. It's the clear background. It just yeah. You just see the background layer. And so they hid that background layer for just the clothing on that show, which is super awesome. Um, I just want to touch on Joe Bengeli a little bit more. He was a background artist for a lot of TV shows, but his only art director credit is for Chowder. And uh, the other... Shows that he worked on were The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Transformers, Phineas and Ferb, Batman Beyond, Superman, The New Batman Adventures, Dexter's Laboratory, Ghostbusters, and the He-Man Christmas Special.
1: Good lord.
0: <laughs> yeah. He worked <laughs> I, on all those shows. And more. Like, that was just touching on some of them. Yeah. Like, he was huge. Um, the Ghostbusters TV show, the cartoon, I, I hear that one's pretty big. Uh,
1: I, I barely remember. I mean, I remember, like, the, uh, the Green Slime Ghost, but that one, I... You know, it's kind of just a little, little, uh, like, you know, fickle memories, you know, of that, of that show.
0: Yeah. Um, and the creator of the show, of Chowder, was C.H. Uh, Greenblatt. He is, uh, he worked on SpongeBob SquarePants, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, the evil Con Carne, and he's the creator of Chowder. Um, and he also created a show on Nickelodeon called Harvey Beeps. I haven't heard of that one before, but that's just his... He's created two shows that I've I've looked up and and those are the two. Um, Greenblatt, I don't know if you knew this, but he wrote the episode um, uh, "Band Geeks" for SpongeBob, which is iconic as a cartoon. Like if you have never seen the the cartoon "Band Geeks," it, go and watch it. It is is hailed as the best cartoon ever made. It's the best cartoon episode ever made, according to a lot of critics and a lot of fans of it. It is just so smartly written. Yeah, it, it's got that. That scene where SpongeBob's band rises up into an NFL stadium and starts playing that <laughs> crazy music. Dome. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> the, that's what he's known for. He wrote that. And because of that, and because of a lot of his other writing, he's iconic in the cartoon world. He's labeled as one of the best cartoon writers. He's labeled as one of the funniest punch-up writers for cartoons and television. He's just he's done a lot of work. Yeah. Like, even after he moved on to Cartoon Network and all these other shows. He still comes back and writes for Spongebob. He still comes back and writes for other TV shows just to do punch-up work on them to make them funnier. Yeah. Like, he, he's just awesome. Um, he also voices multiple characters in the show. He voiced Kimchi, who, honestly, who couldn't voice Kimchi? Kimchi was that little fart cloud yeah, that yep. went around there, like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm Kimchi's. That was my impersonation of Kimchi, and it was spot on, everybody. That's exactly uh, it. <laughs> he was also the voice of Kiwi who's that puppet guy that appeared in, like, scenes. He had those tusks. He was yeah. the pink puppet. And he would just, like, flap his little arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. He was the voice of adult Chowder. Um, and he voiced himself as a puppet named Carl. Um, and Carl, if I, I don't know if you watched the final episode, but Carl was one of the people considered for what, Chowder's Apprentice at the very end. And, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. Carl was up there. He was the it was the puppet version of himself and he they go what about carl and chowder looks at him and he goes no to carl <laughs> <laughs> damn i missed it yeah. yeah totally just uh it, that, that's been a recurring thing like carl appears as like a god at some point in the show where he's like i'm the writer for your show yeah and he, he, he makes appearances every once in a while in it and i just thought that was pretty cool um greenblatt is now employed by warner brothers animation um but he hasn't disclosed the project yet and prior to working in animation, he worked for uh, ad companies in New York, and so he was the art director in a bunch of commercials, which, if you do a lot of research into these creators, a ton of them have done art directing for commercials. Like, get into marketing, you're going to get into cartoons later on. It's uh-huh. just, if that's what you want to do, yeah. go into marketing, you'll get into cartoons. Very good to it's know. This is weird. <laughs> and I just want to mention, too, like, there's a really cool story I read about him, where he was always inspired by his adventures, or he would swim out to this island on a surf. Wait, no, that's the guy who invented flapjack. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't get over that guy's story. It's like the best one. I know, I know. The guy's an absolute maniac. He's just a modern day pirate. Yep. And yeah, he's just highly recommended. Uh, the show. Did you read into why it was canceled at all? Did you get?
1: No. Okay, and I did. I did want to touch on that. Um. So we last week, well, last time we did. Uh, you did ask if you heard why it had been canceled. We were talking about Flapjack. Yeah, and uh, looking into Charter I actually found out. So, and this makes so much sense now that I'm like I'm looking back. Uh, so, 2008 was the year that Cartoon Network started like the CN Real campaign, and uh, they were uh, they were do it. They started canceling all these all these great cartoons like um, Camp Lazlo. Uh, Fox's Home for the Imaginary Friends, like, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And, uh, starting in with these, like, live-action TV shows, these really, really dumb ones. Um, like, uh, let's see. I have them, uh, like, The Other Siders and, uh, Dude, What Would Happen. I remember seeing, uh, like, previews for Dude, What Would Happen. And the first thing that turned me off is that, if you know who Andrew W.K. is... No, no idea. The... (sighs) do you know a song let's start a party 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 no not at all it's so (laughs) terrible it's absolutely awful um but no he's like it's just these kids going to like a junkyard and like blowing some stuff up like dude what would happen and like that became known as like the dark times of cartoon network like okay yeah they started like they started getting away from like their their original name like cartoon and just doing this live action crap so, yeah, that became, like, the um, the dark time of it, and then they ended up canceling uh, Flapjack and Chowder, and those two were, like, both so highly regarded, and then, yeah, they just, like, kicked him to the door. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so really it was mainly probably just, like, cartoon execs just, like, getting their nose into
0: what they shouldn't have. Yeah, because you know? ca- cartoon animation is pretty expensive comparatively to, like, a live-action TV show, especially an unscripted live-action TV yeah. show or very sparsely scripted show, so I yeah. can see how that would happen. Yeah. Because Nickelodeon does a ton of live-action shows. So does Disney and stuff like that. Um, and I, I think just cartoons have a lot more work that goes into them and a lot more creative. I mean, you got to pay not only actors, but you got to pay artists, and you got to pay directors and storyboard artists, and you got to ship it overseas to get the final work done and get it back and do yep. it. And it's a lot of work to put together a cartoon, so I can yeah. see how that would happen. Yeah, well, they they
1: blew it. And, yeah, that's. I remember there was so long that like I wasn't – found myself not watching any anything new or finding anything cool and new until, well, once those two were canceled. I want to say the next cartoons I really got into were, uh, like, The Regular Show and uh, Adventure Time. Okay. And those two, Adventure Time more so The Regular Show, but those were another, like, revolutionary cartoons where it's just insane. That's yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I that's pretty much what I kind of read, too, um, is I also read that uh, Cartoon Network and other – like big corporate companies at the time were looking at the success of Spongebob and how not only does Spongebob sell cartoons, like Spongebob's been on for forever. Yeah. And so it's kind of the benchmark for success for a lot of cartoons, especially children's cartoons. And the reason that it's been doing so well and that it's stayed around so long is that Spongebob is, has a ton of merchandise that goes along with it. So these shows like the marvelous misadventures of flapjack and chowder and the other shows that you mentioned, like Foster's Home, like they weren't selling as much merchandise as Cartoon uh, Network had hoped. Yeah, because the the one thing you want to get is people super excited to have the T shirt and to have the backpack and the other stuff. So yeah, you can see that with SpongeBob everywhere, but you, yeah, you hardly ever see saw that with like Chowder and stuff like that, which yeah. I think is another thing that led into the the show's demise. That a bit. that
1: that does make a lot of sense. because um, I've only owned, I owned one flapjack shirt. It was my favorite shirt forever. But then there was a party where we, uh, we were playing beer pong. And I won in epic fashion and just drunk and instinctively, like, ripped my shirt in half. Oh, no! It was so intense and, like, I, it was worth it, but afterwards, it's like not my shirt like, like i forgot what shirt i was wearing oh, when i was no. like Winner! so yeah and then i just never went and bought another one so it makes sense that <laughs> i'm I I quite shocked that you're able to rip apart just a regular t-shirt Oh dude, dude you should have seen the way i won like if <laughs> it was such an, an was an it a epic ball in a cup Isn't it that was how you uh win? it was it was like last cup and i bounced it in so it's like the, yeah it was it was a it was a serious like intense goal uh, cup, and it just, the only thing I could have done to celebrate was to just rip a
0: shirt in half. Oh, no, and that, it was the Misadventures of Flapjack <laughs> Yeah, shirt. it
1: was my favorite shirt. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: That's pretty wild. Um, see, and like,
1: and, uh, I like that you said that you, it got you more interested in food because there's, I mean, every, everybody is named after some sort of food in this, you know? Except Carl. Except, except <laughs> Carl. Goddamn Carl. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, there's truffles, schnitzel. Did you? How did you like schnitzel? I Sh- love schnitzel. Schnitzel was, schnitzel was hilarious. Yeah, even though he said nothing, but like his just whole demeanor was just so so great. Um, when we were in high school, I played lacrosse, and uh, there was this this defender, uh, Josh something. I'm forgetting his name. Um, but he was just this big ogre dude and he would always get like really mad and super intense and we, we just started yelling rada at him he had no <laughs> idea why so whenever josh like going on tangent we'd be in the back rada 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 like just just making fun of him because because he was he was schnitzel he was just this giant rock person that's
0: hilarious <laughs> schnitzel is probably my favorite character of the whole show just because as like when you when you work those weird high school jobs you know when you're sweeping floors and like working in food service or whatever, you have the same frustrations that Schnitzel has. <laughs> yeah. then. And then, I just see, he just is the foil to all this stupid stuff that goes out in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, they see all this craziness going on, and Schnitzel, like, questions it, but he goes like, rada rada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then,
1: like, no matter what, because, you know, Chowder being uh, Chowder being the sous chef of, of Doll and... He's not good. He's a terrible, terrible chef. All he wants to do is just eat. He doesn't want to create or anything like that. Um, So him being that bad, and a lot of times they'll come up with these crazy ideas where, like, the ingredients are, like, super delicate. And, like, this will explode if you do this or whatever. And, yeah, of course Chowder is going to go mess with it and fuck it up so then like that huge explosion happened mung doll looks around and gets frustrated he's like schnitzel come here clean us up schnitzel comes out looks and like he probably just cleaned the kitchen
0: rattle right and just like go <laughs> grabs his broom and angrily sweeps sweeps away <laughs> i loved the i loved it when uh, schnitzel was in the was in the kitchen and they're trying that new diet and every time that they don't make a dish that works out they just keep feeding it to chowder yeah and then something happens where someone gets angry or uh, something bad happens and i'm uh, Mung is like, what are you going to do about this? And he puts on a hat and he grabs his coat and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> He's just <gone. laughs> He's just done. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And you know what's funny? The show isn't about cooking. In an interview that I read about with C.H. Uh, Greenblatt, when he pitched the show to Cartoon Network, they almost didn't greenlight it because they said, what's the appeal of watching someone cook? And he said, it's not about cooking, it's about the people who are doing the cooking. Yeah. It's like, essentially, we're making a show like ER. ER is not about how to do the surgeries or like the surgeries that are going on. It's about the people performing surgeries and the doctors and their interactions. And I just thought it was really funny that he compared his children's cartoon to the show ER. ER, yeah, yeah, to people
1: just, dying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, you know George Clooney's breakout role. Yeah, yeah let's uh, let's make that into a, <laughs> a, a cooking show starring this
1: nine-year-old boy who's voicing <laughs> this character. This adorable little purple cat, mouse, mouse, bear, rat th- bear, bear thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I I I like the the, the character designs in Chowder too. Um, who is, my favorite character was uh he's a the tusk guy
1: oh yeah gazpacho gazpacho yeah. i loved Gispacho. <laughs>
0: there's, there's so much about that show that, that really got me but most of gazpacho's lines like one-liners were so funny like yeah they did an episode where they broke the the fourth wall where chowder gets out his pencil and he draws on the screen yeah and Because was like, hey, what are you doing there? No, get get rid of that. No, no, you just made it worse. Here, bring it here. I'll fix it. And then they zoom way out. He goes, no, you got to bring it closer to me. So they zoom in. He goes closer. And then it gets really close. He goes, "Okay, there. And he sprays the screen, wipes off the pencil marks that Chowder drew on there. And then Chowder points at the Cartoon Network logo, and he goes, what about that one? And he goes, ah, uh, that one's stuck on there. And he, like, hits it <laughs> and goes, you can't get that one to go away. That uh, was that
1: was always, like, the most fun parts is when they did, like, just, you know, break the – they broke the fourth wall with it, you know, just to – because they knew how silly and, like, yeah. and dumb the show was. Like, you know, we need a fourth wall break to, to address how – how silly this show How is going to be. How crazy it is.
0: I just, I, I liked it. And you know what's really cool is I watched the show on, on Hulu. Shout out to Hulu here. Woo. We're not paid to advertise for them, but hey, they saved me for this one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when I was on, watching it on Hulu, they have the Cartoon Network logo in the bottom right still. But when they got to that part of the show where the old logo was still on, it was in its old location. They got rid of the new logo, and they just put the the old one up there. Oh, really? So, like, it, it had some kind of continuity with it. Sure, it was kind of jarring to see it, like, in a new place and looking a little different, but yeah. it was the old Cartoon Network logo. Oh, was cool. Yeah, I nice. thought that was pretty neat. Nice. Um, I want to get to the cast and crew a little bit. Uh, Nicky Jones was the voice of Chowder on the show. He was just five years old when he started acting. Like, he was a, a pretty young kid. <sighs> Jeez. And then he did voices in uh bambi 2 and fusion fall whatever fusion fall is i don't know do you know what that is i,
1: I do not i did see bambi 2 though he was a little skunk was
0: he, he? yeah he was a oh, guy, nice. flower cute little skunk Flower. Oh. <laughs> i can see that i can see yeah. how that happened yeah but i didn't see, i didn't find much else about him he was a chunky little kid when mm. he was like doing chowder he looked like chowder a little bit yeah but then i saw a picture of him or what i think is him in a in like an older now that he you know it's been quite a few years since and he's really thinned out he's like a good looking dude now <laughs> See, now now I gotta Google. Yeah, now you gotta look him
1: up. What what the the old little fat kid looks like. Nicky Jones,
0: yeah. Um, Of course, John DiMaggio voiced Schnitzel on the show. Yep. Um, You can't, you couldn't even, if we had a whole episode dedicated to John DiMaggio, we couldn't talk about everything he's done in cartoons. Because he is in everything. Every, yeah, everything. He's in Adventure Time as uh, Jake the dog, he's in Futurama as Bender, Disenchantment as the king. He's something in Kim Possible. Yeah, I couldn't
1: figure out what he was in *Impossible* in Kim either. Uh, but he was also um, *Leadfoot* in one of the Transformers movies. Oh, cool! Yeah, which is he's it's like a, a lesser known uh, Transformer, like Autobot, but still, you know, he was still one of the guys. Which I, I don't think it's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's just in everything, and he's one of my favorite voice actors. I I, I love hearing his voice whenever it, it comes up. He and he was in *Futurama*, and he was in I you know. Uh, He's in Adventure Time, which I just started watching because I'm trying to get through the show so we can do an episode on it in the yeah. future. But there's so much. There's,
1: I mean, yeah, yes. Like, I mean, I, and I did, I did, uh, tell Nathan last time that like if we, we are gonna do Adventure Time eventually, but that is such a big, important show, and there's so much, there's so many side stories, and. And, like, some stuff that has literally nothing to do with Finn and Jake, but, you know, it's, it's all important because they really take, they really want to cover the whole universe of, you know, the,
0: the land of Ooh. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I'm really liking it so far. I think I'm on season three or maybe just started season, like, the end of season three or early season four, somewhere in there. But uh, let's keep going with the show. Dwight Schultz voiced Among Doll. He was in Star Trek First Contact. You can actually see him as the actor in there. Uh, he's in Wolfenstein: The New Order. He pl- he plays uh, Wilhelm Death's Head Stras Strace. I don't know if you've played the new Wolfenstein games. They're uh, awesome. Are they? <laughs> yes, he is I... so. Uh, he plays this evil German guy that you're going after. And uh, it, I mean, if if you can play this game, definitely go for it. It's like just adrenaline fueled, like killing Nazis. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah! Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And then he was in the show Ben Ten as some of the villains. He does a lot of villain voices.
1: He does. Uh, he was also. The voice of uh, Eddie the Squirrel in CatDog. Oh yeah, whatever that show is. (laughs) Oh dude, see that's an oh my god, CatDog was great. That was awesome. That was a Nickelodeon show.
0: All right, Uh, I think one of the one of the biggest voices in here, as far as I saw, like in other shows in cartoon network and Nickelodeon, was Tara Strong, who is the voice of Truffles on the show. Yeah, Uh, she voices characters in the Fairly Odd Parents. She's in the DC universe. She voices Holly Quinn in like everything now. Oh, cool! She, nice. I mean, just all over the place. And she's Raven in Teen Titans. She is. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Um. Yeah. And I found uh, out about her, and like I've this is what I brought up: how Chowder was one of the first, one, one of the few cartoons that actually did have a child be the child voice, mm-hmm. because um, she she voices uh Timmy Turner in Fairy Lot of Parents.
0: Oh, I so. I thought she voiced like. Vicky or something like that. Maybe she does. I don't know. Uh, she very well could.
1: Um but yeah, I mean I found uh Fairly Odd Parents, she was Timmy Turner, she was Dill Pickles, uh in Rugrats, and then uh in Powerpuff Puff Girls, she was Bubbles, and then like so many more. Oh like, my gosh. She, God. she, she she's crazy. another one. Tara Strong is another one where it's like um uh like John DiMaggio where it's there's there's so much that they that they have done in the business of voice acting where we could talk about her for hours and like wow. we still probably wouldn't hit everything that she had done absolutely which is that's, am- that's amazing so, so like crazy. yeah i'm i'm so like envious and i just like it's it's cool it's yeah. cool how how uh, how how much they're in like the the business you know where they, they have that perfect voice
0: yeah I love and it. i'm sure once you're established and once you meet people too it's just work after work especially if you have an iconic voice or you can yeah. do a plethora of voices yeah and that's what I found, too. It's interesting with these voice actors. Either they're known for their one voice, like John DiMaggio is known for his, like, gruff, like, deep voice that's of got – I don't know how to describe it. It's just a yeah. uh, really pleasing voice to, to hear, but it's also, like, for crustier characters sometimes. Yeah. But then uh, there's Tara Strong, who does all these different voices, and she's in, she's got this wide vocal range for her, for her acting, and it's just absolutely amazing to me. Uh, and I can't I can't talk about all the actors in the show without bringing up Data Snyder, who is the voice of Gazpacho. Yep. Uh, he <laughs> does Master Shake and Aqua Team Hunger Force and the Alchemist in Venture Brothers. And Venture Brothers is one of my favorite shows on the Yeah, Venture
1: it. Brothers is always really great and um, he also did uh, The Granny in Squidbillies. And that's oh, that, okay. yeah, and that's and that's a, a really crazy cartoon on Adult Swim where it's like these hillbilly squids that just go around just it's it's hilarious like uh the granny like she she can't really walk so she's like just hops around on this giant walker and then um is (laughs) a lot of times like really awkwardly (laughs) sexual with people okay and and like they're obviously very gross because she is just this old wrinkled fucking squid (laughs) it's 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 hilarious yeah dan schneider does an amazing job as a a weird granny
0: squid (laughs) that's so funny i i I love the the voice cast of the show they i every one of the episodes can you do any of the voices from the show i think
1: oh god um I mean, the only I haven't I haven't practiced any of them. The only one I can think I could do is just rada rada. like that's, that's rada, it. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, fault yeah, on yeah, that. that. That's, a,
0: that's just kind of rada, the Roda <laughs> I can't even. I, I wish I could do like a Truffles voice. If I yeah. could do a Truffles voice, I would be shouting at it all the time. <laughs> Listen here, shouter!
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably not that's, even close for either of us. Not at all.
0: Uh, it's embarrassing. Oh my gosh. I think I were doing this without other people here, right? <laughs> just a live audience. to watch us
1: um i thought the cutest part honestly about chowder is uh is that panini is so in love with him and throughout his whole life he is just like he just like shooing her away and shooing is like is an understatement what he does he screams in her face i'm not your boyfriend and like runs away and tries to do anything else she just does she just is in love with him forever
0: Oh, it is, it is adorable. Did you see the final episode too? I did. Yeah. 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 We're, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get into our reactions right now. Yeah. We'll just transition yeah. to that right now. I, I personally love Chowder. Yeah. I, I watched Chowder. I watched a couple episodes of the kids, so I kind of remembered it. And then I got back into it to, for this episode here and I loved it. I just divulged in it. Um, once I got past the pilot, the pilot, uh, Chowder's voice is unnecessarily high. I think they <laughs> yeah. brought it down like an octave for the next one. Yeah. Um, and it made it better, um, uh, but, the show breaks the fourth wall brilliantly um and what they made an episode where called gazpacho stands up where gazpacho does stand-up comedy it's the same one where they break the fourth wall with the coloring thing yeah and i do stand up you do stand up yeah the the observations it made the points it made (sighs) hurt (laughs) it just stuck to the (laughs) core yeah like he was trying actual jokes out on stage and he was bombing and then he starts talking about food recipes and the audience or among in the audience starts laughing and like losing his mind, thinking <laughs> it's really good. I'm like, that's exactly how sad it goes. You never think what you're gonna say is funny at the parts where you think it's gonna be funny yeah. until you get into it. There's always gonna be something that you think you're gonna say is well, this isn't that funny, and then somehow it works a little better than something you really thought was gonna hit. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> and it's it's just it's so. And then he he gives up on it after his first open mic, which I see all the time too. Like, like, yeah. I mean, like, hey, this guy's gonna do. Oh no, he's gone. Yep. <laughs> but. Uh, my favorite episode of the cartoon was when Schnitzel got weak. He was supposed to open the pickle jar or something or lift the iron buns above his head. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he fails, and he goes to the lead farfel, and the farfel makes fun of him yeah. for being weak. And yeah. he used to have the old record, and then this baby breaks it. And Schnitzel's got to go on this, like, like rocky training s- like schedule. <laughs> yeah. It and is. when he's doing this, the f- – Funniest, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in television and cartoons anywhere. He goes up to this rock. He's by a, a river and he's just punching this rock and punching it and punching it and punching it and eventually it breaks into a bunch of pebbles and he goes, RUN! On! <laughs> and he runs off. <laughs> and then there's a beat and it's still on these rocks and he's off the screen and one of the rocks turns around it's just a mouth then it goes, HOLY MOLY! DID YOU <laughs> SEE WHAT HAPPENED TO STEVE? <laughs> and... I I had to pause the show. I was laughing so hard. I had to stand up. I had to walk around my room a little bit. That was so funny. I loved it. I love that. Um, he, Joe is a fun character. Uh, it, it, it's just a fun show. And then I, the final episode of the show really hit me. And like, uh, what did you think of the show? Like, what did, what were your opinions I, on Chowder?
1: I I always loved it. Um, I unfortunately like when when it was when it was first out. I compared it to flapjack because they were like you know within the same timeline or whatever yeah yeah. um so it was almost unfair to do so um because i didn't appreciate it for what it was but like i mean i look i've I've watched a few episodes uh just kind of uh you know like reintroducing myself and it was it was a good good show you know and i i always um i love their fourth wall breaks uh I loved the the fact that like within their animation they also dabbled in um in the like the, the stop motion and also like the 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 puppet use and stuff like that how uh, how how they just like the the way they did the the the, the creative names for the recipes always like really got me. Um, you know, like like you said, like the the purple nurple, the purple nurple's, or like early on there was like the thrice cream, and then like there was like the whole like there was like this the thrice cream man who was just this giant dude made of ice cream. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I remember Chowder getting like insane brain freeze, and like Mung Doll was trying to keep him from it. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah. it was it was <laughs> it was always such a great show, and it was a, you know with the animation and everything, it's yeah I I loved it while it was on, and obviously it should have probably you know had a bit more to it, but you know chowder grew up and then had 50 babies with oh with my god Kanini. that <laughs> episode is crazy the final episode
0: is so wild i don't know <laughs> the oh final my god episode, chowder just if the only way they made chowder older was they made him taller and they did scale his clothes with <laughs> yeah, so the like, yeah. pants like... they
1: didn't have all give
0: him like normal ass clothes <laughs> no, <it> was... <laughs> he had no normal proportions nothing but no. it was uh i don't know if you noticed this was it was the only 30 minute long episode in the whole series oh, no, I didn't like they that. were all 11 minute episodes you know like the half cartoons where you have one in the beginning one at the end yeah this one was a full 30 minutes like it was ah, a long cartoon yeah and i think that them exploring how he got older and has to like find an apprentice of his own is, is really kind of cute I, I did like the line like i said before like to carl like yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Carl's to up carl to me his apprentice and uh I, I think it's really fun they go into how um gazpacho like never fulfills his dream but he makes up that he's like fulfilling his dream and i think that's pretty funny and just like chowder having like a million kids is so ridiculous (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but i thought it was like this weird social commentary where where chowder's like singing about how he doesn't want to grow up and he's putting off growing up and like learning the recipes and then mong doll is like no you were singing for 20 years you're grown up now. Oh <laughs> or wow! Something yeah, like that. yeah. That's how they. That's how they bridge the gap. Like they just. They don't have Chowder like actually growing. They just like cut to him being older. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <now. laughs> yeah, just. They,
1: they they might have, like, thought that they had more time with the show, but they're like, Oh, we're going to cancel. You know what? Let's just make this funny.
0: Right, Let's just exactly. make this
1: really funny and just throw it in there.
0: Right, and C.H. Greenblatt, I, I mean, he, he talked about how the show, he ended it the kind of the way he wanted to. He wished he could explore Chowder and his apprentice more, and he, he did put a lot of heart and in, in, in stuff into the show, and I think the writing is very reminiscent of, like, those good Spongebob episodes you see where he's one of the writers, one of those yeah. cartoon episodes where he's one of the writers, and... I think just him giving c- full creative control over a TV show was brilliant. I I, I really liked it. Greenblatt is, uh, like I said, just watch Band Geeks and just see the brilliance of that episode. Just yeah, wow, it is amazing. He's a, he's a very good dire- or writer and director. He does a lot of punch up work, and I, I think this was a really fitting show for him to have. And well, and, and did he do the the music in that? In, in, the, what, in the... In the the one? No, I don't think he did, like, the music him, himself, but he, he wrote... He, like, storyboarded the whole thing, okay, and he right. wrote a bunch of the episode. Like, yeah. he, he made it funny. He had, like, the, the iconic lines, like, Is mayonnaise an in instrument?" <laughs> like, that kind of stuff. And they just took that guy, and they're like, Here's a TV show. <laughs> and he's like, Well, there's got to be mayonnaise in it, but we'll call it, like, Flayonnaise or something. <laughs> you know, that shout a yeah. voice of uh, anemic things. And I think it turned out really well. Uh, to... To kind of end off here, do you have any? Did you, when you were researching this, did you find any fan theories about it? Anything interesting that you thought that you want to mention right now? Uh, yeah. Um, and I'm looking at the article now because I forgot to actually write down. Um,
1: uh, it's gonna be tacky that I'm just reading it. Uh, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so the original intro, this is off of, uh, uh, like Creepypasta. Um, the original intro appeared as normal except at the very end when the title was shown and immediately cut to black uh the usual clapping couldn't oh, I didn't think... ah, cut this shit out yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay i'm gonna yeah, let like, yeah. you know edit this out i i'm I, gonna leave it as is i'm just gonna leave the part in where you're like just edit this yeah yeah just <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah fuck that <laughs>
1: god damn it uh so yeah no i can't i can't remember right now because i completely forgot to
0: write them down oh yeah you didn't i have so i didn't read but you said they they just cut the black and didn't have the clapping at the. At the...
1: I guess yeah. Okay. I need to I need to read
0: because
1: now I'm just upset. That okay. I well, don't I'll go into my buy theory. Yeah. And we'll
0: get you to yours. Okay. Um, my theory is is my own homegrown theory about the show because I watched this episode and I might have been a little drunk. You know, just coming back from the party, and uh, I was watching the show and Chowder in one of the episodes. Uh, he he. Start, when they say give us twenty minutes of silence, he starts counting down. Or no, ten minutes of silence. He starts counting down from a hundred. Yeah. And that's not how you count down. And that's not like how you get ten minutes of silence. Yeah. Like hundred seconds. That does not equal ten minutes. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, well, could this possibly work? So I'm thinking that Chowder lives in some kind of universe where instead of multiples of 12 I- indicating time is somehow in, in, in increments of 10 and, and because it's increments of 10 it's all timelessness Mung is like 800 years old but he, there's no way anyone's 800 years old and yeah. I think it's just the time is messed up in Chowder's universe <laughs> you know for god's sake uh, nothing makes sense um, and and, and, and th- th- think of the ramifications of that like time is all thrown off like industry is based on time but it would be so much more efficient if it was in intervals of 10 because we're so much easier with like dividing by 10 like yeah. 12 divided by whatever is so much harder than 10 <laughs> divided by whatever or multiply by whatever. And now, think think of like the animal augmentations and the science that goes on into it. Chowder's just in our own universe but where increments of 10 were used for time so they were able to turn people into, into crazy cat-bear- Raccoon type things, <laughs> yeah. and Mungdala is able to live forever, and Schnitzel only can speak in Radha's because it doesn't matter, because all that matters <laughs> to these people is food, because that's all you ever see is all these people talking about food, and even when they start fighting, they just have a food fight in the in the markets. So it's a peaceful place that that just came from a, 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 a an increments of ten in a food centric society. And let's just face it, life would be so much easier if like you could look on a like a baking instructions and everything was in increments of ten. Like it would also all make more sense. Like ten minutes per cake, 10, <laughs> yeah. you know. And the 10 minutes are broken down into 10-second intervals. I'm like, oh, my gosh, just makes more sense. It, it makes sense, Cody, especially when I was drunk and thinking about it and writing this rant on paper. paper. Like, I'm sure it's just rambling right now. That is so much better than what I had. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. It's all because Chowder just started counting down from
1: 100 when they gave up 10 minutes of silence. Oh, oh my God. No, oh, no My no, blood that's... sugar's low after telling all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Uh, any any last things that you have about this show? Like any 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 things you want to mention? Any things that you think are important? Uh, just uh you know, C H
1: Greenblatt. You know, if you ever hear this, uh, you know, continue doing what you're doing, man. Like it's, you know, you made a great show for, you know, for me to you know refine and, and you know, will find when I was in high school and it was just so much better than, you know, the other stuff out there. You know, like he made a little a, a big impact on you know my little niche of friends you
0: know so yeah Yeah. i'll just keep doing what you guys are doing and uh yeah absolutely and you know what my last thoughts are if you haven't seen chowder definitely give it a chance uh go in and just and just watch it look up up online like the best episodes of chowder and just watch those episodes if you can because it's a really fun show to watch the art is gorgeous it's full of fun characters a lot of iconic voice actors are in it and the writing is really really good i just i enjoy the humor the dumb humor is good for for everyone of all ages, but then there's like s- some adult stuff hidden in there as well. It's 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 goofy. It's like any cartoon that you watch that that is notable. It's worth watching. Um, so I highly recommend it. Uh, the last little bit here. Uh, definitely check out Cody and myself uh, online. I'm really great Nate on Instagram and Twitter. I also have Nathan Metz Comedy on Facebook, where you can check out all my Facebook stuff. Uh, and
1: I am Swamp underscore Beard on Instagram, and then uh, Throbit throb thomas on twitter still grows oh god <laughs> <laughs> um and uh if you if you're local uh october 12th if you're free it's on a friday i'll be hosting uh an event at cranky pats um uh there'll be two bands the works from madison and the science project they're from appleton uh and i'll be doing some comedy i'm gonna get a couple other comedians on there because i don't uh have nearly enough material that they want me to fill, so I'm getting some other people out there.
0: So uh, I'll keep you guys posted. The more, the more I know. All right, that's good to know. Keep everybody posted. I'm gonna be hosting quite a few shows in October. I'm gonna be a part of quite a few shows. I'm the new host of the Wisco Show. We actually have our first uh, show on uh, this upcoming Tuesday, which is October 2nd. I'm sure this episode probably won't be up by then, but it's gonna be a fun show. It's a monthly show at the Bourbon Bar, in uh, the Copperstone Bourbon Bar in Nina Manasha. It's a fun show to come check out. We talk about the happenings in Wisconsin. Me and my co-host, Tyler Sitar. There's stand-up comedy beforehand. It's just a fun night to check stuff out. Um, I'm also hosting the Halloween Metal Meltdown Variety Show. Oh, I'm not hosting. I'm the feature comedian for the show. Oh, word. So I get to show up. Yeah, thanks, man. It's on October 27th. Uh, it's, it's a big, huge show. I'm going to be... Uh, performing ahead of two heavy metal bands that are gonna be yeah, and then I, the host. Oh my god! Yeah, you're like the least metal person
1: I know. I know.
0: So like, that's going to be such
1: a. That's gonna be awesome. And, and, that's gonna
0: be a good. Yeah, show. 20 minutes of me doing some pretty goofy stuff right before these heavy metal bands go on, and the show is hosted by a a very famous drag queen, and uh, get, yeah, uh, get out of here. That's my, Mimi's I'm... Mimi Jackson is going to be the host of that, the drag queen from Wisconsin. Uh, it's going to be great. It's up in Green Bay. Uh, it's on the 27th. It's a it's a costume party. It's really fun. So yeah. if you can make it out there, come and check it out. And as always, you can follow us at uh, the Cartoon Void on Instagram and on Facebook. You can check out everything that we post there. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, guys. Did we get any shout-outs that we have to mention? Uh, No, no one deserves that. Yeah, you're right. I, th- I think we got H. John. Was that you? the H. John Benjamin? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. So shout out to Cody. He was the only one to comment on iTunes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cody, good job. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. But everyone, thank you for listening. We got so many listens on here. I want to thank all my friends and family who have listened. Uh, We we really appreciate you guys. Stay tuned for our next episode, which is going to be Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's right. We're doing an episode on on Courage the Cowardly Dog. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm sure it's going to be nightmare-inducing, but it's going to be a perfect way to bring in the month of October. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.